Sugar Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, RJ, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey guys, I'm RJ. I am that graduate foodie. I am born and bred in Wales and I'm now based down in Bournemouth. And he has an amazing food Instagram. And if you're not already following it, you 100% should. Okay, now on to some food questions. Yeah, I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, so what did you have for supper last night? Oh, good question. Last night was a takeaway evening. I think we got an Ask Italian on Deliveroo. And I'll tell you what. I've not had an ask in almost a year, and it was pretty good, actually. I had the calzone, yeah. Um, it was huge, but I was surprised <laughs> at how big it, it was. Um, and some of their... What else did I have? I had a couple of sides, but in all honesty, although food's always on the mind, I've forgotten what I had. <laughs> <laughs> um, garlic chips... And they do dobles, but they have an ingenious sausage in them as well. So they were served with a tomato dip, I think. Oh, they were they were incredible, actually. Now now you've reminded me about them. I want them again. I'm drinking that thought of them. (laughs) Well, they sound fantastic. I haven't had any food from Ask in a really long time, so you reminded me of their food. No, I wanted to check out. I was really surprised at how good it was on delivery, actually. For takeaway, sometimes it arrives and it's a bit, oh. But, yeah, it was really good. I'd, I'd recommend checking them out on there. Good to know. Okay, so what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? Oh, tricky question. Um, being from... Palestinian descent um, growing up my great grandmother used to do a lot of cooking and it had to be a a, um, item called sfiha which is like mini pizzas with minced lamb spread over them and toasted pine nuts it's really really basic dumb it down that's what it is and oh my gosh they were amazing warmed up with a dollop of um, what is called lebanese which is a yogurt that has which is greek yogurt and basically strained through to make homemade um, curds or um yeah. oh it, they were just incredible it served warm straight out of tin foil oh that's childhood in just yeah in just the best yeah they sound amazing I'll have to recreate them at some point, actually, because I've got a couple of Palestinian cookbooks here. They are on the to-do list. It's just oh, making sure you've got all so the spice. Good. It's making sure you've got all the spices and herbs to do it, because if you've got one of the key spices or herbs missing, then it just may as well not <laughs> But, yes, oh. I'm going to add that onto the to-recreate list quite high up. Oh, That's please do. Go. I can't wait to see that. Okay, so... What was your favourite restaurant or place to eat at while you were growing up? Oh, I know it's going to sound really lame, but Pizza Express growing up, I think, because they did all their student menus and all their student discounts. So it was always an easy go-to where you had your two courses for, what was it, 10 or £12. So being Captain Tight, it was always just 
an easy go-to. And you can't beat Pizza Express Dobles either. There's just something about them when you have them in the restaurant with the garlic butter. And and when you get them in the shop from somewhere like Tesco, they're just never the same. No. Yeah, there's something else, aren't they? They really are, yes. (laughs) Okay, so... What is your current favourite kind of food? Oh, it's got to be Greek. Uh, hands down, Greek. Like, just rec- when we've been doing the food shops recently, we've managed to find some um, Greek-style flatbreads. So we've been recreating flatbreads at home. And nice. oh, it's just hit another spot. They've just been so good. And we did get a real Greek takeaway last week. Oh, gosh, two takeaways in two weeks. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Greek is just so good. And especially as we're heading from winter into spring as well, it's that type of food that you can get away with having during either season. And it just yeah. always hits that – it just always – gets you to that point where you're content you're happy and it's just so good agreed greek food is fantastic it is okay so if we weren't in lockdown what is your current favorite place or restaurant to eat at oh there's two so if we're going for like proper comfort food pub grub then it's a place in bristol called the hobgoblin um, which is a which is a pub on re, a very very long road called Gloucester Road, but that's another story. Um, oh, yeah. But they do the most incredible dirty fries, like just loaded dirty fries with so much pulled pork on them. Or they do do veggie options instead, but pork, multiple different barbecue sauces, blue cheese drizzled over it. And oh, they're just served with a chipotle sauce uh, dip, and they're just incredible. Definitely one to share, though. Never have them on your own because the portions <laughs> are absolutely huge. Good to know. Um, if you're looking, if you're thinking more restauranty, then once again, it's a local place in Bristol called the. Broken Dock, who do an incredible Sunday roast. Not that I've ever had the pleasure of their Sunday roast, I've been reliably told. Um, and they do amazing dinners, sit-down meals. And it looks out over the Bristol Harbour side, and it's just, especially in the summer, it's just so gorgeous. Sounds fantastic. Um, swaying away from the big chains on that one. Uh, yeah, they're two of my favourites. They sound amazing. I'm definitely going to check those out when we're allowed to leave the house. I'd highly recommend it. And if you're thinking others to check out as well, Brace and Browns are, they're just, they're another one for an incredible, either tapas, bottomless brunch, or Sunday roast. They just nail it. And they've got a sister restaurant called Harbour and Browns which is also down on the harbour side in Bristol that looks out over, which is in the shipping containers in Whooping Wolf. Amazing. Oh, they do boozy brunches and stuff as well. But yeah, so good. So, so good. Well, thank you for those recommendations. My pleasure. Okay, so what is your current favourite vegetable? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) 
Um, oh, it's got to be a humble leak because they get they're such a diverse veg that you can put into your pies. You can do soup. You can jazz them up and do them on your Sunday on, as a side, um, an item on your Sunday roast. You can fry them up and have them on the side of your steak. There's just so many things you can do with leeks. You don't even have to fry them. You can bake them. You can do so many things with them. I just love them. And being born and bred in Wales as well, it's, it is just that that vegetable that's associated with Wales as well. I agree. A leek is always a good addition. Yeah, I think it's always forgotten about. Yes, it can be. I agree. I don't know. I think we use leeks quite a lot in cooking, so we don't forget about them. But I guess you're right. They don't. They're not used by everyone regularly, are they? No, and I think a lot of cookbooks forget about them as well. And it's almost that thing that ends up as a recipe towards the back section of your mains or your soups. It's never that thing that's shouted about as one of the first recipes. Yes, I've never thought of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have a look. <laughs> I'm wondering now what what are the vegetables have <laughs> forgotten about in the cookbook. Yes. Okay, so what is your current favourite biscuit? Oh, it's got to be a biscoff. Lotus biscuit all the way. Biscoff is just so good. It it's is that it you crumble it up, you put it over a hot chocolate. It just Oh, save it with caramel sauce and a hot chocolate and yeah you're onto an absolute winner i've not done although it, you'll you'll never look back <laughs> when you do <laughs> it's that one that yeah it just works cheesecake hot chocolate I have ne- although something that i've still not managed to get my hands on to try is the lotus ice cream that's been floating around oh yes mm. I don't know. There's just something about, do I want it like that? Or should I just get some vanilla ice cream, crush a load of biscuits up, chuck it over the ice cream and caramel sauce? Is that going to satisfy I think you should better? Do, than... You should do the latter because then you can put your ratios on it. Yeah, I think that would be the disappointment of wise is, is other ratios. <laughs> Not right. <laughs> okay, so who is your current favourite chef? I think... It's got to be Tom Kerridge. Yeah. The things that he's done recently, like his cookbooks to do with healthier eating and the one, his most recent one, Flower and Hands, although I've still not managed to get my hands on it. Um, <laughs> it looks very good. And he just, oh, his food just always looks so good. And when you, when you look at his Instagram for the pub, when the pub's operating as well, it's just something else. The fish and chips just look absolutely incredible. And also listening to him on the BBC Good Food podcast, different podcast, sorry, plug. Um, it, <laughs> no, don't be sorry, so, I love a podcast. It's, he's just so good to listen to. He talks about things in a way that makes sense. And yeah. it's... Yeah, I think he's one of my top favourites for definite. Um, he was on what there was a because I constantly listen to podcasts. Half of the reason why I started mine. Um, he was on one I listened to recently. I I will be really annoyed if I quote this wrong, but um, 
it's either Life on a Plate by Waitrose that he was on, or he was on, um, was he on Table Manners recently? He was on Table Manners. That's it, Dan. And I'm going to, I've not ever really listened to Table Manners properly, but I think it's one that I'm going to have to check out. Especially working from home, I can put it on in the background on my um, trusty Amazon Alexa. Uh, yes. I'm not going to say it loud because she's going to start <laughs> shouting at me. Otherwise, Don't you know exactly the device that I'm talking about. Yes, yes. well, it's, it is one to death. I think I'm going to check out and put on my list instead of music for change next week. It's so good. I listen to it religiously. Have done since the beginning. It's fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. Oh, and then uh, maybe you could listen to my podcast after that. Just, just as yes, I did. good shape. <laughs> That's such a good shout. I'll definitely do that. You don't have to. Okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? Oh, Mob Kitchen, I think. Mob are just so good with their trying good. to keep things simple, keep things that work well in the kitchen. And I've got so much respect for them as a brand because they're so quick to admit when they can do better or when they can do different last week they turned around saying people have said our recipes are getting too fancy fancy and too difficult and too expensive to make we're going to go back to the drawing board and we're going to make sure that's not the case moving forward and even down to pay it ensuring any previous intern who was who wasn't paid London waiting was paid whilst working in London. They reconciled that to ensure it's that that won't happen again. So they paid their interns at London living wage, which from an I'm an HR by background, and that's just something that really rung true as something that just shows what respect they give to the people that work with them 100%. and for them. They are so um, good. They are, and I have to vouch, their speedy mob 12-minute tiramisu is a firm favourite. Really? Yes. It, instead of having to use mascarpone, it uses double cream. Ooh. So we do it the day before we, we want to eat it, just so that it infuses the coffee properly. But it uses How do you instant have the coffee. Restraint? Um, <laughs> it just tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> It just tastes so good. It uses instant coffee and Kahlua. However, yes. if you want to swap Kahlua out for... Have you ever heard of Conker Gin? I think so. Conker are local to us, and we recently did a gin tasting session with them, which was really good. Um, but they've launched a cold brew coffee liqueur instead, which oh, is nice. done from... Literally pure espresso with no additives in it. And we did a taste test between Conquer Cold Brew and Kahlua. And once this bottle of Kahlua goes, I won't be replacing it. (laughs) The cold brew was just incredible. And he said one of the things that a lot of our customers love having the cold brew with is ice cold straight out of the fridge. Drizzling over your ice cream on a summer's day. Uh, it just amazing. Highly recommend checking them out if you haven't had a chance to check them out. No, I recognise the name, but I don't think I've ever looked them up. Okay, yeah, they've also launched a recently a non-alcoholic gin as well, and we their non-alcoholic gin is called Bowser, 
and oh, okay. for non-alcoholic things, I would say that I would actually purchase purchase it in a pub if I was designated drive. It's that good. Oh, really? It's, yeah, really, really good. I'll definitely have to check them out. Yes, do it. Okay, controversial question. Yeah. Which is your favourite ring on the hob? There's two. I don't have a favourite one because it's never one pan on the hob, unfortunately. <laughs> it's got to be either the front left or the back right because they're the two biggest, so they give the most heat. And I'm, although it may be in the bottom of the pan sometimes, I'm too impatient to wait for things to come to a slow simmer. <laughs> Great answer. Thank you. Okay, on to the final meal questions. Yeah. It's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters of choice? So my starter of choice is normally, we normally get two, myself and my partner share them. So she will get calamari, drizzling in plenty of lemon. I've cracked homemade calamari this lockdown, so I feel very smug. And sticky sticky chipotle chicken in a barbecue sauce uh, with sesame seeds scattered over them. Miller and Carter are the best we've found to do it right. And they just, oh, it it tastes so good. It's such a yummy starter, especially if they're bite-sized pieces of chicken. So, yeah, you just inhale them. Perfect. Any other starters? Any other starters? No, I don't think so. Although I do love a starter, I think those are my two go-tos and those would be my two preferred options that I think I'd pick. And what drink will you be having with your starters? Large gin. I love a Conquer, not Conquer, Conquer I've already gone on about enough tonight. Bathtub with Sicilian lemon tonic, Um, which, yeah pot and garnish it with a big wedge of orange and or grapefruit it depends on choice and yeah it's such a good drink summer drink especially it just makes you feel refreshed definitely i mean you've now reminded me of um a grapefruit gin from chase distillery yes had that that yes i have delicious i don't uh, that's now me on a tangent but it is so good and i can't have to get a bottle of that in it's uh, it is a really good gin actually especially served with lemonade yes best combination that's now just reminded me of spring summer yes home straight to spring now we are spring in spring actually yes (laughs) (laughs) by hook or by crook we're in spring yes we are Okay, so what will you be having for your main or mains of choice? Um, steak with onion rings and oven chip, uh, um, nice chunky chips. And second meal would definitely be a big juicy burger with loads of different cheeses in it. Um, and rosemary salted fries and onion rings. There was no hesitation. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Good. Okay. And what drink are you having with your mains? With the steak of red wine, because you've got to have red wine with steak. And with the burger, a nice, la- nice pint, ice cold pint of beer. 
Fantastic. And what will you be having for your side or sides of choice? Oh, garlic bread, maybe. It can't be garlic bread. And mac and cheese, because mac and cheese is just absolute life. Yes, I had mac and cheese for supper. (laughs) Oh, I'm jealous. Um, (laughs) It's just such a good go-to. I've not had it in a couple of weeks. No, I can't remember the last time I had mac and cheese, actually. Well, that needs to be rectified. Yes, it does. (laughs) Okay, so what drink are you having with your sides? My sides a mojito. Raspberry mojito, because it's it's such a good go-to as a switch-up from an ordinary mojito. Keep your mint in, add some raspberries, muddle them together. Yes. So good. Okay, so what will you be having for your pudding or puddings of choice? Either cheesecake or sticky toffee pudding or a eaten mess. Or all of them, yes. Um, And if I'm going to put a drink with them, an espresso martini is never one to turn down. Never. When you were talking about the um, coffee liqueur earlier... I was like, yes. completely up my street because an espresso martini is in my top five drinks. Yes, and with a cold brew, literally shake it, add a little bit of water, strain it, and that's your espresso martini just there. Done. Amazing. It's, yeah, Conquer really have uh, nailed it. Completely sold. Did <laughs> <laughs> we be on Amazon after this? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Before I go on to the next question, how are you having the sticky toffee pudding? What are you having with it, as in um, custard, ice cream? Oh, it's got to be custard. Hot or cold? Custard, custard. all the way. Hot. Ah. Yeah, my absolute comfort food. I always ask that question because I don't understand how people have the willpower to have hot custard because it doesn't cool it down fast enough to eat it and I would just burn my tongue (laughs) yeah that's what I normally do when I have it but it's sticky toffee pudding and it's normally an awesome gay too so it's worth it's worth the burnt tongue yeah but I I just yeah I appreciate that you also would burn your tongue but I have it with ice cream so it cools down faster (laughs) and then you can eat it quicker that's such a good good shout I'm just greedy, as we will always learn. Anyway, will you be partaking in a cheese board? Of course, you can't not have a cheese board. Cheese boards are just set, such a good go-to. And what's on the dream cheese board? Uh, good blue cheese, maybe a bit of goat's cheese, some brie, some comet, and maybe another soft cheese. But I don't know. I, I'm open to another option. And adventures with the cheese board. Although the best cheeses that I've got for the cheese board have come from Cheddar, um, the Cheddar Cheese Company, just on the outskirts of Bristol. They do incredible cheeses. Well, look at you with all your recommendations. That's so good. I'm now thinking of all the research I'll be doing after this. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to put a guide together. Oh, 100%. Different different things for, yeah, your your ultimate meal. Yes. And what drink will you be having to end the whole meal? Red wine and a cheese board again. Because it's just such a good option. Or maybe a white. 
it depends on my mood and what the cheeses are and what the guidance. Not you know what I mean by guidance. Yeah. What they recommend to serve the cheese with. Yes. Well, thank you for telling me your dream meal. That sounds amazing. <laughs> thank you. So, what biscuits have you been having this week? I haven't had any biscuits this week. I'm going to be a, a honest. Um, I'm trying to be better with what I'm eating during the day because I end up grazing and yes. it's the worst thing ever. So the, <laughs> the last biscuit I had was from a biscuit tin from M&S, which was a shortbread, but I can't remember when I had it. I We have had a fair amount of chocolate over the past week because I had a cream egg assortment tray, which you may have seen on my Instagram last weekend. Yeah. Which was absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, I think those are what sweet treats I've had most recently, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no biscuits. What do you rate the no. cream egg tray out of 10 then? Oh, definitely an 11 out of 10. It was it's <laughs> just so good. It was oh, absolutely incredible. There was a scotch egg which was filled with cream egg in the middle on the tray. And yeah, you just it was just something very, very special. It was incredible. Well, good answer. I don't eat a cream egg until Easter, so I feel like I'm missing out. That's good willpower. Oh, that's really good willpower. Not really. I just don't. I eat chocolate every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I know what you mean. I don't have like themed chocolate until the actual um, holiday or celebration. If yeah, that makes, sense. That makes um, complete sense. Apart from when my friend Fee sent me the mini egg chocolate bar in the post because she said, I know you won't buy it until Easter. Um, so I've sent it to you. <laughs> that's, the, that's a good friend. Yeah, she's fantastic. And it was so good. I now believe the hype around it. I'm going to have to go and explore the mini egg bars because we haven't tried them yet. It's really good. Um, the only thing that I think a few of my friends have said is they would rather the mini eggs in it be normal sized mini eggs and they're like mini mini eggs in the actual Oh, no. <laughs> I, sh- I bet it's still good though. So it good. is really good. It's because it's like another texture. Yeah, that's mm. what you want in a bar. You don't, don't just want one dimension to it. You want multiple dimensions. You say that you can't go wrong with a Cadbury's bar on its own. No, you opinion. can't. No, you really can't. Well, you haven't had biscuits, so let's let's move on from biscuit of the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you have any local food businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Yeah, so there's Urban Reef down on the Bournemouth seafront. They do incredible cocktails. Oh dear, I've mentioned cocktails again. <laughs> and um, also really, really good food and pe- their pizzas to go are really good. Talking of pizzas, there's Baffy Pizza as well. Baffy do incredible sourdough pizzas, which are just, you can't beat them. Um, Webster's Family Butchers, our local butcher, are just something else when it comes to the meat that they give they provide when we we go to visit them. Um, uh, the fish stall down at Mudford Key, and I think and Emma's Bakery. I think those cover all the key areas. 
when it comes to local. They sound fantastic. They're all so good. And Ems do have... are very... What were you going to say? I was going to say, sorry, Ems do an incredible criffin, if you've ever come across the criffin. I have never come across um, a criffin. A twist between a croissant and a donut. <gasps> I didn't know that was a Yeah. Thing. Is that and there's the cr- know that? Um, no, they're not hugely known about. It's only recently they've really started to come up in conversation with people and foodies. The I other one, the one the foodies, seriously, they are good. Um, if you want, I think Borough Market up in London do really good crippings, oh, yeah. if I remember rightly. Or you can find somewhere in there. I think Bread Ahead might do a twist on one. Um or there's also the cronut as well, but I haven't tried a cronut. I have tried a cronut. There we go. Actually, I lie. I lie, sorry. A criffin. I think, I yeah, I got a criffin right. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've got one out of the two. That's the good thing. Yes. Yes, I've tried those and they're delicious. Do you have any shout outs to small or local businesses that are non-food related that you still would like to shout out oh hang on yes i do this mama makes is one which she does some really really cute things personalized um cake toppers bits of uh, glasses and things like that um i think she's one of my favorites um and other local businesses Ujuruju and Conquer Gin are the other two as well. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you for all of those. Again, adding to my research. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to be there all night. <laughs> okay, now for the important part. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. My username is thatgraduatefoodie. And as I said in the intro... You should definitely check him out. He's amazing. And one little plug um, I posted about this morning. It is March 2021. And that means this month is census month across England and Wales. So it's your opportunity to provide your details um, once in a decade. It's crucial that you do to ensure you have a say on your local government services and that we they can cater for the next decade um i know it is different for scotland and northern ireland so yeah 21st of march is census day ah well great information oh that's sorted it sorry i lost you for a minute (laughs) (laughs) the joys of recording podcasts online Yes. Well, you were telling me all about um, the 21st. Yes, the 21st of March is Census Day. You will get stuff in the post um, with an access code to provide those details of those living in your household across England and Wales. Fantastic. That's noted in my diary now. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I've enjoyed it so much because there's been... I just can't believe how much information there is. Thank you ever so much for inviting me. It's been an absolute blast. And I can't wait to listen to it back when it goes live later this month. Well, 
thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Have a lovely evening. You and too. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. How good was that episode with RJ? There were so many recommendations. I may or may not have uh, researched several of the alcoholic beverages that he's suggested, um, but I haven't bought any of them yet, so I think that's that's pretty good. If you would like to know about any of the suggestions RJ made within this episode, they will be in the podcast notes, which should be just underneath the player of this episode. What did you think to the first episode of Series 2 of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker? Please let me know on social media. And if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please could you review the episode because that helps more people find out about this podcast. And I would be very grateful if you could do that. Also, if you really enjoyed this podcast and you're not already subscribed, why don't you subscribe on your podcast playing platform? Anyway, that's enough chat from me. I'm going now. Bye. Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat.